0: First off, all the news you need to start your day Good morning, you're listening to News Talk with me, Shane Beattie. It's Wednesday the 13th of September, I hope you're well, coming up The level of dissatisfaction and discontentment has been growing for the last number of years Overwhelming majority of guards expected to vote no confidence in Drew Harris and Ortee back before TDs and senators yet again. Plus, we'll have all the other news making the headlines and the latest in sport and entertainment. But first up this morning. An overwhelming number of Gardaí are expected to carry a vote of no confidence in the Garda Commissioner, Drew Harris, this morning. a result is expected to be known at around half eleven. It's the first time in the 100-year history of the organisation that such a ballot has been held. The President of the Garda Representative Association, Brendan O'Connor, is expecting a high turnout. Certainly the indicators are there was a lot of interest among our members and a lot of members contacted our office to ensure that they would receive a ballot. So I would expect to see... A relatively high turnout, but again, we just have to wait for the confirmation. Again, we can't preempt the outcome, but it will be very interesting, and it should certainly inform conversations going forward in relation to policing and and our members' terms and conditions of employment. RT bosses will appear before the Iraqs Media Committee later to discuss the finances. At the state broadcaster, Director General Kevin Backhurst will update the committee on work which has been carried out over the summer. News talk's political correspondent Sean Defoe reports. On Monday evening, 178 pages of new documents from RTE arrived to the inboxes of members of the Oroctus Media Committee. They included correspondence between Ryan Tuberty's agent, Noel Kelly, and the former RTE Director-General, Dee Forbes, information about car allowances not being contingent on having a driver's licence, and a refusal to give the names of RTE's top 100 earners, along with audit details going back more than a decade. The politicians have been making their way through the information, and will grill station bosses later, the challenge for Orte will be to sell that enough significant reform has already taken place for the conversation on a budget bailout to be fully opened. It's expected RTE's ask of the government could top 50 million euro, a figure some in the coalition, find too rich for their blood. Committee members are also expected to question ORT board members on car allowances after it was revealed the payments are unvouched and you don't need to have a driving licence. Sinn Féin's Imelda Munster, who sits on the committee, is questioning if they're being given the full facts. We've asked questions over the course of numerous committee hearings. I'll give you an example of Soho House in London. The committees were clearly misled with the responses that were given to us. And other board members sat there and didn't correct that information, that false information that was given to us. The Cabinet will be given a copy of the new road speed limit reviewed this morning. Minister Jack Chambers will give his colleagues details of a task force to be set up to introduce the changes from 2025. They will involve speed limits on many roads, reducing by 20 kilometres an hour, including on some national secondary and rural roads. The Irish head of BP has quit suddenly. Bernard Looney is said to have broken company rules about relationships with colleagues. Tara Duggan has more. According to the oil giant, Mr Looney accepted he wasn't fully transparent about personal liaisons with staff following an investigation into his conduct. It says all leaders are expected to act as role models. The 53-year-old, originally from County Kerry, has been in charge of BP since February 2020 and got more than £10 million last year in wages, bonuses and other benefits. No departing pay package has been decided. It's feared the floods in Libya have claimed more than 5,000 lives. One official says over 5,300 people have died and thousands more are missing. The UN says its emergency teams are being mobilised. Ahmed Bayram from the Norwegian Refugee Committee says getting aid in might be a problem. The only issue now is whether... The roads can help us because the collapse of the two dams in Darna has completely cut, cut off this, this town and now access is even harder. It's more of a matter of the infrastructure arrangements and route arrangements. The President of the European Commission will deliver the annual State of the Union address in Strasbourg later today. It will be Ursula von der Leyen's final State of the Union speech before next year's European Parliament elections. The war on Ukraine, energy security, migration, and the impact of climate change are all expected to be addressed. Head of the European Commission in Ireland, Barbara Nolan, says the EU President is likely to outline the Commission's priorities for the next nine months. It's probably the most important speech that she makes because she lays out the political priorities of the European Union for the year ahead. And she takes stock of what's been achieved in terms of the past. And indeed, she sets out the actions that the Commission are going to launch, the proposals they're going to make in the coming months. Kim Jong-un and Vladimir Putin have shaken hands at the start of their meeting in Far Eastern Russia. The North Korean leader has travelled by train for the talks, which are being held at a space rocket launch site. The West believes they'll agree an arms deal to boost Russia's forces in Ukraine. Apple's iPhone 15 will have a USB-C charging port ditching its lightning standard to comply with EU rules. It marks the first time in 11 years that the tech giant has changed the connector to the device. The launch of the new range comes amid problems with sales in China. Sam Sharps from the Tony Blair Institute for Global Change says that's not good news for Apple. Its relationships with the major powers the different countries around the world become incredibly important. Apple, to a certain degree, is reliant on its relationship with the Chinese government partly because of the supply chain and all of the manufacturing that goes on in China, but also because it's a gigantic market for Apple. In entertainment news, former boy band NSYNC reunited on stage to present the first trophy overnight at the MTV Music Video Awards. They handed out the prize for Best Pop Video, which went to Taylor Swift for Antihero. That song also won Best Pop Song of the Year and Best Direction. Other winners at the show included Sean Diddy Combs, who was given the Global Icon Award. This is so surreal. I appreciate y'all coming and just even giving me my flowers and celebrating me. Um, no, of course, I got to thank God because that, that's, that's my secret weapon. And in sport, in soccer, Celtic starlet Rocco Vata scored twice on his Republic of Ireland under-21 debut last night. Jim Crawford's side were 3-0 victors over San Marino at Turner's Cross. Ireland will put their 100% start to their Euro qualifying group on the line next month in a trip to Latvia. Latvia were beaten 7-0 away to group leaders Norway yesterday. And that is first up for this morning. Please start your day with us again here tomorrow. In the meantime, you can check out all the news you need on Newstalk.com.